Hi, I'm Tom Zalatni. And I'm Tafra Jemian. And you're listening to the No Bad Food Podcast. If you're new here, welcome. This is a show about great food and the people who love to make and eat it. Our mandate is simple, to explore, taste, and learn about food in ways that celebrate all the things that make it great. Every week, we dig into a different dish, meal, ingredient, cuisine, or piece of food media, exploring the history and culture around it, sharing favorite recipes, and learning from our wonderful guests. The only rule? You gotta love it. After all, there's there's no no such such thing thing as as bad food. Before we dig in, we'd like to take a minute to acknowledge that the studio where we're recording is situated within the traditional and unsurrendered territories of the Ganyangahaga First Nations. As settlers, it's important that we remember that the lands we occupy are not our own, and that we engage in conversations that challenge the colonial mindset. We want to encourage you to take some time today and every day to reflect on your relationship with the land you live on and with the indigenous communities of that area. Folks, we would also like to take a minute to acknowledge that it has been an absolute hell of a week for the two of us. We are (laughs) exhausted. We are varying levels of recovered from illness. We We are, I think, similar levels of just completely wrecked by our child this week <laughs> and i am additionally extremely emotionally strung out for reasons <laughs> yeah and and so uh bear with us today as we as we attempt to reach the necessary levels of hype for the content that we are bringing you but but trust that in our hearts we are hyped though the though the flesh is weak the spirit is hyped hyped and what is the spirit hyped about tom the lush salt bomb <laughs> No, Munch Madness. Munch Madness? <laughs> munch Madness. Is it already time for Munch Madness? It's already time for Munch Madness. I know, right? It's February. <laughs> it is February. <laughs> the the most, I think the most iconic part, the most quintessentially Tom thing is the inability to pronounce February. Listen, it's not spelled the way that it's said, and it's got a lot of extra letters in there, and I don't trust them, so I'm saying them. And you know what we always do in February? In February, we have Munch Madness. Munch Madness. Munch Madness. Yeah. Munch Madness for for those of you who are uneducated. (laughs) That's harsh. This is a filters off episode. Oh, good Lord. If only. This this could be a nightmare to edit, folks. Just don't edit this one out uncut. Oh, I don't think they want the uncut version. That's not something I knew about Jacob Elordi. So... Munch Madness is our annual food bracket tournament where 16 foods go head to head in intense matchups week after week with special guest judges to determine which food gets to be crowned the food of the year. A title that comes with bragging rights in addition to lots of extra content dedicated to it uh, for the remainder of our show's season. We've been doing this for four years now? Five years now? Four years. Four, because it started in 2020 because it was a pandemic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this is the fourth Munch Madness. And uh, today we are very excited to be able to reveal to you which foods will be part of that 16 food matchup lineup roster is the word I'm looking for. So, I mean, without further ado, should we just get into it? Let's get into it. The obvious one, the one that you guys know the answer to already is, of course, our Champions Bracket. Now, the Champions Bracket is the top four from last year's tournament. So the winner, the runner-up, and the two semifinalists. Our our champignon uh, was not mushrooms. It was, in fact, bread. Yeah. So bread's coming back for a swing at the bat. It's true. Berries? Yeah, berries, berries were in there. Berries made it into the final four. They were my, they were a semifinalist last my year. My baby, yeah. my contender. Yeah, the other two were hot sauce. Oh yeah. And 
pasta the runner-up. So here's a question for you. Yeah. If you had to eat all of those items in the same meal and yeah. like in the same course, yeah. how would you do it? Bread, pasta, hot sauce, berries? Yeah. I would make a sandwich. Of course you would. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's bread involved, right? It feels it feels like a cop-out a little bit, but I would make a sandwich. I'd slap some uh, hot sauce down in there. A full-on slice of lasagna, like baked lasagna in the sandwich. Oh. And then I would put some like pickled blueberries in there on top of it to get some like sweet acidity kind of cutting through the I'm lasagna. I'm with you on everything mm-hmm. except the lasagna. <laughs> but like this is where the pasta in the sandwich comes sure, in, right? Like sure, sure. putting pasta yeah. in a sandwich is tough. It's I've, true. We've tried, trust me. Yeah. <laughs> we've we've made many experiments and only a couple of them have ever left the counter. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's a tough thing to make happen. Yeah. But lasagna sandwich pretty good lasagna is already mostly a sandwich that's the thing right yeah just put some bread on either side of it and i do love pickled blueberries yeah so that's our champions bracket bread is uh, obviously coming in as the number one seed because it won last year uh pasta is number two because it was the runner-up hot sauce is number three because it lost to bread mm-hmm. and berries is number four because it lost to pasta all right so bread will face off against berries in the first round pasta will face off against hot sauce All right. And then the winners of those matchups will go against each other to determine who goes on to the semis. This is already an exciting bracket. Yeah. What's coming next? Uh, So then we have our People's Choice division. Now, the People's Choice is, of course, the four most popular options from our recent poll, our nomination forum. Thank you to everyone who participated in that. Whether you were a ballot box stuffer or a one-time voter, your vote made a big difference this year and i'm very excited to be able to tell you who our lineup is for the people's choice first of all i would also like to say you are all nuts people and i'm a little scared of you yeah yeah that's the first thing i i respect you with fear (laughs) the other night my rabbi was talking about like the distinction between like fear of god Mm -hmm. and like respect for God, okay, right? Because okay. there's this like, there's this biblical idea of like the fearsome presence of God or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, it's not necessarily that you're terrified of God. It's that you just understand like God's presence is like a fearful thing. Well, it's like awe, right? Yeah. Yeah. Shock yeah. and awe. That's it. And it's like, I don't believe in God at all, but I understand the fear of something in a respectful way because I have also read the results of the people's choice and you are awesome and terrible (laughs) let me tell you oh my god Uh, so (laughs) so the people's can we take this one from the bottom to the top yes please so coming in fourth in the people's choice bracket no surprises here this has been a strong fan favorite Mm -hmm. and honestly this has been a strong me favorite as well uh rice taking its rightful place in this competition Mm -hmm. i'm really hoping to see this one make it pretty far i think rice uh is long overdue for its day in the sun and munch madness i think so rice has been in i i want to say three of the like three out of three so far Mm -hmm. i think it's participated in every tournament so far it always makes it reasonably far in the tournament and support for it is always like really strong Mm -hmm. it just ends up losing and it ends up losing to wheat (laughs) yeah like a lot of the time yeah um so let's see how i i'm really curious to see how this goes but honestly i'm rooting for rice i feel like bread has had enough time bread won twice in a row spotlight yeah and it's time for some other grains uh to take the stage but we'll see we'll We'll see. see so who's next who's who's got third place in the people's choice third place honestly 
Another one I'm so happy to see in this competition. Uh, another really popular one. And also one of those categories where there's just a lot to talk about. There's a lot of different pieces to it. It shows up in a lot of different ways and a lot of different cuisines. Uh, but, you know, we're always happy to see them. And that is pickles. I love a pickle. Me too. This is no this is no secret here. Mm-hmm. I'm very pro pickle. We're a pickle friendly household. Yeah. We I have would a little so. sign on our door. All pickles welcome. <laughs> I've got an all pickles matter license plate sticker. <gasps> that's what that's called, a license want, plate sticker. I want an all pickles matter like sticker for our front door. Oh god. Our neighbors started flying this flag outside their house. Pickle pride! Pickle it, pride! It's neon green. Gherkins! <laughs> the G in LGBT stands for Gherkin. Absolutely. The P in LGBT stands for pickle. Let gherkins be tasty. But yeah, very excited for pickles. <laughs> very, very excited for pickles in this year's tournament. Uh, who's who's our runner-up in the People's Choice category? Who's got the second most votes? Okay, once again, heavy hitters, mm-hmm. you didn't come to play. Like, this is the people have come to win this year. Yeah. This is something we ate for dinner tonight. This is a nutritious mm. punch mm. Uh, and major figure in Irish history, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that is the humble potato. Yes, very excited about potato. Very excited to see potato and rice both in the tournament this year. Mm-hmm. Very excited to see potato and pickle both in the tournament this year. I uh, I've got to admit I'm a little worried about potato and rice facing off against each other in the first heat yeah. because I want them both so bad. These two could have been like. This could have been finalists. Yeah, that's this it. This could have been finalists. Yeah. But hey, this is how the seeding went. That's it. And it's your fault. This is how the seeds were sown, folks. The seeds were sown. They buried us. They didn't know we were seeds. Hey, mm-hmm. potato and rice, mm-hmm. both seeds, technically. Sure. I mean, I guess a potato isn't a seed, but you can bury them and grow things. Yeah. You know what else you can bury and grow? The leader of our people's choice bracket? The, the I leader? don't think that's true. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> Do you want to tell the folks at home what oh, happened I, there? Oh, Tom, this is really yours. I feel like you should roll this mm-hmm. one out. Sure. It's cursed. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it wouldn't be no bad food without just a little hint of curse. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, We need some food crimes on the show every once in a while, right? And uh, what better food to represent food crimes than the last food featured in an episode with our show's food crimes correspondent, Giovanni Colantonio, Mountain Dew. Uh, Mountain Dew, arguably a food arguably a beverage definitely delicious i think probably entirely by ballot box stuffing from trolls mountain dew is the number one seed in our people's choice division i cannot wait to talk about how they harvest the dew from the mountain and what mountain does this come from yeah there's a special technique they have to twist really firmly while pulling it toward themselves otherwise the dew doesn't growing upside down yeah okay it's a teat it's a teat. It's the teat of the earth. Mountain Dew Mother's Milk. <laughs> this episode of the No Bad Food Podcast is brought to you in part by Mountain Dew Mother's Milk. I have no problem fitting all four of these into a meal. Okay, you got the rice. You got your pickles, right? Like the pickled pickled daikon and like pickled maybe some kimchi and like pickled stuff on rice goes really well pickled ginger hell sure throw that in there you got your little crunchy pickles i love them we got some sliced potatoes that have been like you know cooked in that way so they're really seared on either Mm, side sure yeah yeah. on top 
just a few coins of those. Maybe some shredded cabbage, some kind of protein, maybe some nice succulent pork belly or some like really nice marinated tofu. Mm -hmm. Something that's going to have a little bit of like a crust to it, a little bit of like a crunch, a little bit of umami, some dark soy sauce on there, maybe some microgreens. And then you just drink it with a crispy Mountain Dew. You're ready to take on the world. I feel like using Mountain Dew as a beverage in this situation is a bit of a cop out. May I present to you my proposal. We're doing like a a typical like shishto shawarma kind of plate. Okay. We're you know, we got our shredded chicken, whatever. Mm-hmm. Maybe we do the chicken and beef mix, right? You got your garlic potatoes. Yeah, for sure. You got the mix of rice and little noodles that you see all the time. Y- do you mean do you mean pilaf? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh you know you always get the the pickled turnip. The like bright red pickled turnips. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Well, what's stopping those from being pickled in Mountain Dew Code Red? So I was actually about to say you could, I think, use Mountain Dew in a pickle brine. Yeah, absolutely. And I immediately started to look it up. Mm-hmm. First of all, in 2022, Mountain Dew had a dill pickle Mountain Dew yep. flavor. Secondly, uh, people do, in fact, make pickles in Mountain Dew. I believe, I'm not sure at this point because it's been a little while, but I think there was even a recipe on the Mountain Dew website for like a Mountain Dew pickles. Well, people were making them. Yep. Yeah. So this is the year of food crimes. That's all I can say. Yeah. This is, you know, we're getting it. I always say that Munch Madness gives us a little bit of the social temperature. And all I can say is that each year we stray farther from God's light. Look, what I love is that because Mountain Dew is the number one seed and rice is the number four seed, they're going to compete against each other in the very first round. If Mountain Dew beats rice in the first round of this tournament... We're going to have a revolution. People are going to have our heads. People are going to be so mad That's the thing. I can think of like several of my friends who are going to be specifically mad at me. The way I see it, it's either going to be an easy win for rice Mm -hmm. that gets it into the second round... Or the funniest shit that's ever happened on this podcast ever. (laughs) Those are the two options. (laughs) We have two more categories left to dig into. But I think before we do those, let's take a trip over to the mid-roll and uh, tell people how they could potentially get a chance to be a guest judge on Munch Madness this year. Take it to the bridge. If you're enjoying the show so far, make sure to hit subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on so that you never miss a new episode. Are you an Apple Podcast listener? Consider leaving a rating review on an Apple Podcast or sharing this episode with a friend who uses Apple Podcasts and asking them to do it. Do you like a Spotify? Don't forget to follow us. Spotify cares about that. For every new rating and review we get on Apple Podcasts during the month of February, we'll be donating $2 to The Depot, our local food bank here in NDG. They can turn every $1 into $3 worth of food for a family in need, so by doing the simple free act of leaving a rating review of the show you're functionally donating six dollars worth of food to people who need it there's literally no other way to turn zero into six so if that math is exciting for you get your butt over there and do it on apple podcasts specifically you can read all about what the depot is doing at the link in the description of this episode if you join our patreon not only will you be a vip very important person special boy of our heart you will get access to our exclusive newsletter the no bad food recipe club 
and our Discord server, where we post new recipes for you to try out and share with your friends and family. Or not. You can just share them with yourself. That's okay. We support you. (laughs) Self-care. If you aren't already a member of our Patreon, please consider joining up today. It's awesome. It's so much fun. We really love having this contact with Mm -hmm. you and having this connection and being able to find out that you're all roasting me about wanting to eat not food items. Um, So, you know, join up. Um, And for a special 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 this week <laughs> couldn't find it down there triple special triple special this week any new patrons who sign up between when this episode is released on february 5th and when the next episode is released on february 12th if you sign up for a patreon between those two dates you get to be a guest judge yeah. uh, as long as your schedule works with our recording schedule if you sign up this week you will get to judge so if you want to make sure that mountain dew loses to rice if you want to see rice meet us at the mountaintop come join our patreon and maybe you'll be able to make that happen guest judges have like an unprecedented and frankly immoral amount of power in this process no i i'm gonna i'm gonna butt back on that i don't think it's immoral for the guest judges to have power in a in a competition i guess they're truly there is no jury yeah you know that's the thing there's it's like family court there's just to judge the way that i see it is in a real sport you always know which team is doing better that season right Mm -hmm. you always know who last year's champion is and you always know which teams kind of suck this year but you can never account for maybe that guy on the good team just found out his wife is cheating on him maybe the guy on the losing team is taking steroids today and no one caught him there's a lot of mysterious factors at play And sometimes craziness happens. And so the only way for us to have what feels like true, like the the sports level of potential chaos that we need for this tournament, we have to have guest judges who are just real people. So nobody tell Mountain Dew what his wife's been up to. Yeah. Let's just say the Dew's not the only thing she's been doing. Let's get back to the show. Okay, we're, we're back. We're back. Guess did you leave a rating and review? Did you think about it? Is Backstreet back? Did you sign up for our Patreon? If they did, then Backstreet's back. If they didn't, then bye, bye, bye. Amen. All Tucker, right. I've got a question for you. Uh-oh. What is it? Am I sexual? Yeah. <laughs> the actual question is, uh, do you want to walk us through our write-in bracket? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to. I have to think about that one. Um, all right. So the write-in bracket, folks, the difference between the people's choice and the write-ins is that the people's choice was selected from foods that we have profiled in the past year. Yeah. The write-in division is for uh, foods that you feel have not had their time in the sun mm-hmm, yet mm-hmm. and really deserve to be on the docket. Uh, but maybe we've overlooked them this year. Or maybe we just had too much goddamn food to talk about. Did you maybe think about that? Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Did you take three seconds out of your life to think about Why don't you ever think about us? Producing this show is a lot of work for us. Did you think about that, man? Did you think about it? Give us money. I have to put so much work into not sounding like this every time we record. This is what I sound like the rest of the time. And I put a lot of effort into sounding like a normal human being on this show. I don't want to voice shame, but I'm physically ill. (laughs) Wow. Is this better? 
Yes, thank you. No, I like your real voice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, there great. we go. Sexy. Ah, all right, do you ah. should we break down the right in bracket then? Stop, please. Okay, fine. Ah. I'll do my best. I make no promises. That guy might slip out again. So, what did people write in this year? What are, What are the write ins? Well, coming in fourth. Mm-hmm. Last but not least, in my heart, mm-hmm. we have everybody's favorite mystery food, sausages. Now, I feel like it's important to distinguish between sausage and hot dog here, because hot dogs are real mysterious. Sausage, usually you know what's inside it mostly, right? Um, the, the phrase is not how the hot dog is made. The phrase is how the sausage gets made. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. It's ground up. You don't know what's in it. I guess that's true. I like to trust sausage. Yeah, of course, because the alternative is horrifying. <laughs> oh, I'm excited to see sausages in here because historically... You love sausages. Well, I do love sausages. You're a, you're a sausage fiend. I'm a sausage fiend. I, I get real into sausages. I could eat a sausage for hours. Um, but I think especially like meats don't tend to do well in Munch Madness. It's true. Proteins have not historically done well. They get knocked out. But I think that's because they always get presented as like beef or chicken or fish we've never had something like sausage before where it's not an animal Mm -hmm. right it's not the broad general category of this protein Mm -hmm. it's an actual like type of dish almost that can be a lot of different proteins including vegetarian so it's very it's very it's more broadly appealing that's the thing i think sausage is like for for once is a meat that has a chance of going somewhere well i mean it made it into the right end so you know it does that's the thing right i will say shout out to breakfast sandwiches who came in fifth in the right in it was very it was off by a vote Oof. And like And folks, that's why your vote counts. Yeah. And and that's like that's a tough one for me to swallow because I think breakfast sandwiches also could have like gone somewhere in this tournament. Though I can accept swallowing a sausage hole, but I don't think you should be trying to swallow a whole breakfast sandwich. Yeah, unless you can unhinge your jaw like me. Speaking of unhinging our jaws, let's uh try to wrap my lips around number three. See, I didn't make a joke like that about sausages because it would have been too obvious. What came in third place? Curry. Yeah. You ever seen me gom gom down on a big, big old curry? I I have <laughs> quite recently, actually. Um, curry is another one I'm really happy to mm-hmm. see in here. I love curry. Uh, it's been a staple of my diet for a very long time. I love that it's diverse. There's a lot of different kinds of curry that we can mm-hmm. talk about. And yeah, I'm just excited to see that one. I really hope that we get some like nice, knowledgeable judges to talk about it. Like yeah. I think it's it's going to be fun. And I'll be really happy if it goes far enough that we end up talking about it a lot this year. Yeah. You know? Well, I find curry interesting because curry like sure you could be talking about like a sort of stewed curry dish right but you could also be talking about curry like curry powder you could be talking about curry like curry chicken that's Mm -hmm. not necessarily going to be like a stew that might be a chicken that is cooked with curry powder right like there's there's a lot of kind of directions curry can go yeah absolutely and like i just i'm i'm stoked i think that's gonna be really cool yeah, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited to yeah. to have it in there. Let's talk about number two because mm. this is a like, oof, this one's this one's got its gloves on. Yeah, this yeah, is this I think came strong to, contender. Came to win, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's everyone's favorite edible rock. So it's salt, and uh, it's ready to burn down the competition. Heavy hitter, really exciting to to see it coming. Shall we get into number? One. Yeah, let's do it. Number one. Listen, this this whole 
bracket. Like, the people came through this year. The people came through this year. Number one in our write-ins, a cozy favorite, a cozy economical favorite, but also in times luxury. Important in multi-course meals and also in simply getting cozy on your own. Mm-hmm. Soup. Yeah. Soup is great because soup can be the main, but it can also be the side. There's not a lot of yeah, things like exactly. that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's very, it's, we've been talking about this a lot with this, but there are a lot of entries in this year's Munch Madness that are extremely adaptable, extremely mm-hmm. diverse. And there's just, it can go in a lot of different directions. Yeah. And it's sort of like, okay, there can be somebody who doesn't like Mountain Dew. There can be plenty of people who don't like Mountain Dew. That's perfectly normal. They're all wrong, but, but like, they exist. There aren't that many people who dislike soup. Yeah. As a category. Yeah. You know, like even people who don't usually like soup, like at least some kind of soup. That's the thing. I don't know anyone who hates soup. I know people who are like kind of indifferent to soup. Yeah. But I don't know anyone who's like soup is fucking horrible. Why would I want to yeah. eat warm water? Well, and this is the thing is like even our daughter will say she doesn't like soup. But yeah. if you mention pho, she will lose her fucking mind. It's what she wants to eat every night. Yeah. And it's like spoilers. That's soup. Yeah. Like don't she doesn't her. she doesn't even eat it with all the accoutrement. She, she mostly just has noodle. Like that's yeah. basically soup. Yeah, it's broth and noodle. Sorry, kid. Yeah. You're fooling yourself if you think you don't like soup. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we could we could probably move on to chicken noodle soup without yeah. any big uh, happenings. Yeah, that's it. Soup is, is a beautiful thing, and I'm not surprised that of these four, it is in first place. Although, salt could have given it a run for its money, honestly, by virtue of being fucking salt. Again, soup versus curry is one mm-hmm. that I think is going to be really interesting and that I'm a little sad to see. Well, it may not happen, right? We'll see. Because <laughs> uh, first goes against fourth, so soup will be going against sausage first round. Well, salt goes against curry. Now, I do think it's distinct. I, I think there's a distinct possibility that soup will go against curry in the second round. Yes. I could yeah. very easily see that happening. I can absolutely see that happening. But it's not but a again, guarantee. But again, what is a soup without salt? Sure. Well, and what is curry without salt, right? Yeah. Like all of, in my mind, the like logistical winner of this bracket and frankly of this tournament would be salt, but that's not how things work, right? Because sometimes yeah. athletes break their ankle right before a game and they can't play. Sometimes so if curry breaks its leg and has to be put down, the world will be a sad, dark place. But Aisha will move on. So this is the moment that I've been waiting for. I don't know if this is the moment you've been waiting for. This is the moment I've been waiting for. We get to fight. The last division here on Munch Madness is always the host's choice bracket. Now, Tefra and I don't get to vote at any point during any Mm -hmm. of Munch Madness. We have to be as impartial as we can be when we're talking to the judges until they tell us their votes. It says it's, you know, in the name of democracy, right? Yeah. But we still like to have a little bit of fun ourselves, right? So every year we each get to nominate two foods and then those foods go against each other and then one makes it to the semifinals and uh we stand a chance of maybe getting to the finale uh last year we did not the year before i think we also did not Mm -hmm. i don't know if a host's choice food has ever made it to the finals but we always make it to the semis absolutely because one from each bracket does this is in fact the only opportunity we have all year to have fun yeah um so it's very important to us because the rest of the year we don't get to have fun actually that's the thing we, we make have the to show be very for serious all the time yeah um and any humor that slips in is purely scripted by our managers yeah that's it and like you know our managers they're rough yeah, yeah. they're always making us be funny all the time yeah that's the thing sven is a uh 
powerful man who uh, does not. Shh, you're not. You're not supposed to. You gotta. You gotta cut it. I gotta edit that out. You gotta edit that out. He's gonna. God, he's coming. So, Teffer, should we discuss our nominations for uh, the host choice? Yes, Tom. Let's talk about the host choice. Let's do it. Let's, let's do, do it. it. The Send only thing we've been talking about tonight Send is how much we love our jobs. Send help. Um, so, my first nomination here. Uh, so, it, it, it's tricky. We don't really get to have first through fourth seed in uh, in mm-hmm. the host choice because mm-hmm. like we can't rank our own against each other. So usually I, mean, what I, I can do... rank mine just fine. I don't know about you. <laughs> so so usually what we do is just uh, you know my first goes against your second. Yeah. Your first goes against my second, mm-hmm. and we just you know that's the seating. Yeah. It's not real seating. Working uh, out the seating charts for this is a real headache. I got to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. It, truly. So the first one that I'm nominating this year is uh, I'm I'm here to win this year, folks. I want to win. In the past, I've nominated things because I think they'd be interesting to talk about. This year, I'm nominating things based solely on how popular they are on the internet. You're voting for heavy hitters because you can't handle getting your ass handed to you another year. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm willing to admit it. I want one of my I want one of my picks to get far this year. Mm-hmm. And so my first pick is the absolute powerhouse that is charcuterie. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not strictly talking about like charcuterie in the French term of like just cured meats. Mm-hmm. I'm talking charcuterie in the like modern regular usage of it, which means like, you know, when you make a board of cured meats and cheeses, etc. I feel like you should call it charcuterie board then yeah. to make it specific. I guess that's fair. Yeah. Charcuterie board, mm-hmm. which like, you know, in Italian, you would argue like that's antipasto, mm-hmm. right? Like that's the antipasto board. Which is why, you know, the French make a big deal out of charcuterie boards just being meat and nothing else. But you know what? I am both French and Italian, and so I'm going to just give it a free pass. Yeah. Go for it. So that's it. So whether you call it a charcuterie board or an antipasto board or or just like a spread, (laughs) that is what I am nominating I like to call it a spread. Yeah. 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 Spread them. Uh, so so that's my first nom is the charcuterie board. It's a pretty strong it's a pretty strong nom, I gotta say. Yeah. I know you're coming to win in the noms this year mm-hmm. and the nom noms. And I respect that. I have little to no energy this year, so I have no idea if my um if my picks are heavy hitters. But the first one for me is citrus fruits. Sure. We're talking limes, we're talking lemons, we're talking grapefruits, we're talking pomelos, we're talking oranges, we're talking clementines, we're talking tangerines, we're talking sumo citrus, we're talking all those zesty little delights. Heck, heck, throw in a kumquat. Yeah. Citrus, the fruit of sunshine. Sure. Listen, I love a good citrus fruit. I got to try the citron for the first time this year. Which, uh, up until now, I had only ever tried it either in, like, liquid form uh, or seen it used as a holy object during <laughs> Sukkot. Uh, so I, I, you know, didn't really know what to expect. It's really yummy. It's a yummy little fruit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, hey, love a citrus. Um, mm-hmm. So citrus will be going up in the first round against my second pick, ice cream. Oh, that's a tough one to beat. It's tough. That's going to be a rough matchup, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm really excited. Yeah, I think you're going to... I have a feeling you're going to wipe the floor with me on that one. That's not a guarantee. No, of course it's not a guarantee. It's not a guarantee. Because you never know. Someone might come in who's like, I love ice cream, but there's nothing better for me than how versatile a citrus fruit is. And you can have like a nice tangerine sorbet, I gotta say. Yeah, yeah. Or like, what is life without a creamsicle? Honestly, I think it's kind of 
like this is one of those matchups this along with potato versus pickle those are two matchups that i think are brutal to have in the first round yeah yeah Yeah. they're very apples to oranges it's a tricky one yeah yeah absolutely However, um, I actually think that my second pick has a pretty good chance against your first pick because mm. my second pick, you don't know this yet, my second pick is chocolate. Ooh. Chocolate in all its form. Okay. Chocolate versus the charcuterie board. I love this matchup. Yeah. Uh, because these are s- just the same font, you know? Same same font, like different heading. Like sure. this is fun to see. And cool. I'm excited to see them go up against each other. And now I want to eat everything in the world right Listen, now. Listen, yeah. I'm just thinking about how like we we are really going decadent this year in the host Absolutely. choice. Absolutely. You know what? We could all use a little decadence. Yeah. Food costs eight million dollars in Canada. <laughs> I keep seeing videos of people buying groceries in the States and like you can actually get things that are under $5 at the grocery store <laughs> still in the United States. And their dollar is worth more than ours. You can't go to the grocery store and get anything under a dollar anymore. Yeah, or, I've tried. It's really yeah. hard. So food costs 80000 bazillion dollars in Canada, and we can't get nice things. And so, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to talk about Naomi's. <laughs> No, no, let it out. The people need to hear our financial anxiety so that they will go and support us on this Patreon. This is just Canada. This is just Canada right now. It's not like, it's just like, ah. Yeah. So yeah, decadence. I'm going to talk about, it's like, it's like, it just feels like being in the rationing era of the wars where it's like, here is our small amount of butter we can afford for the month. So yeah. like, yeah, we're going to talk about decadence. We're going to talk about just like food that feels like wealth to eat because we can still enjoy food even if we're poor mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. the billionaires are just fucking eating tiny portions of fancy shit. That's the thing. And salads because they feel superior or they're being fucking Jordan Peterson. I know he's not a billionaire, but I hate him. And all they're eating is unseasoned beef. Like they don't have what we have. Yeah. The rich don't understand that food is good. Yeah. Like, really? This is food historically is true, thing. you know? Food like, is, when you're wealthy, everything's about status. Yeah. And so it's not about eating the food you enjoy and the food you love and splurging on something that's a special treat. It's about showing how rich you are by what yeah. food you eat. And a lot of the time, that means you're eating miserable health foods <laughs> that are, like, highly, highly marketed and not actually very good. Yeah. Um, so, oh, my God. <laughs> That's where we're at with yeah. the host's choice. Yeah. I might be less intense about this on another week. Yeah. Yeah. Like we said, folks, this week kicked our butts. And, yeah. uh, and not in the fun way. Yeah. And so we're really hoping that the only butt kicking that happens over the next like two months. Apart from Sven, because he's very strict. Don't talk about Sven. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Is that the foods kick each other's butts until only one butt remains. And that will be the butt of a champion. That's it. That's it. 16 butts, 32 butt cheeks, one survivor. All right, so to run those through real quick once again, we've got bread, pasta, hot sauce, berries, Mountain Dew, potato, pickle, rice, soup, salt, curry, sausages, charcuterie board, citrus fruits, ice cream, and chocolate. You know what? I worry 
about the host choice division based solely on the fact that we have a lot of multi-syllabic, multi-word options in the host (laughs) choice division and the others are all very succinct and I can see people voting based solely on succinctness. I am okay with that because you know what's succinct? Chocolate. This is actually a battle of syllables, which means I can already say that rice is going to (laughs) win. Is rice the other? No, rice could lose to soup, salt, bread. Yeah, but rice has the shortest vowel sound. Soup, salt, bread, salt. That's my... Rice is the only one with a short vowel. May the best vowel win. Vowel? Vowel. There you have it, folks. We're coming into 2024 hot, goofy, and full of madness. It's going to be a wild ride, so make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss any chapters of this incredible showdown. Uh, Call ESPN because it's about to go down. All right, folks. Thank you so much for listening to No Bad Foods Munch Madness 2024 Bracket Reveal episode. Pew, 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 pew. Skeet, skeet, etc. Join us next week for one final dip into the turtles, but to talk about Curry, actually, one of our uh, contenders for this year's tournament, which is kind of fun. Before we kick off the chaos of Munch Madness 2024 on the 19th, mark your calendars, folks. Get ready. February 19th, big day. February. February 19th. Frivolity 19th. International Tug of War Day. Something actually important must have happened on February 19th as well, right? I feel like it's somebody I know's birthday, but like whoever you are, I'm sorry. I don't know. It might be George Washington's birthday. Of course you would know that. Yeah, it sure is. (laughs) It's George Washington's birthday. All right, folks. (laughs) You are a nerd. We need to go to bed. Do you want to be part of the conversation? Hit us up on the socials at No Bad Food Pod and individually at Tefer Bear and at Tom Zalatni. If you like this episode and want to help us make the show even better, you can head to patreon.com slash nobadfoodpod and donate. For as little as $1 a month, you'll be joining the ranks of fine folks like Chantal H., Gab, Thomas, Erica, Andrew, Chantal T., David, Mallory, Sarah, Carol Ann, Rachel, Aslam, and Anne. And of course... If you sign up before the 12th, your name's here. Yeah, your name's (laughs) going to get added to the list. And also you're going to get to guest judge on an episode of Munch Madness, which is an extreme power. There's only two judges per episode. Mm -hmm. So like really, there's not a lot of opportunity there. How many judges total? I don't want to do that math. Fair enough. I hate math. Fuck math. Patrons get access to all kinds of awesome perks, including the ability to request topics for episodes of the show and a brand new sticker that we just designed that just says, fuck math, eat food. You'll get, you'll get one of those. If that's exciting for you, head to patreon.com slash nobadfoodpod and make it happen. I'm not going to guarantee that sticker thing. We also have merch. You can hit the merch link in the description to get all sorts of great stuff from our friends over at the Podcavern merch store. Maybe you'll find a sticker on there, but... Probably not the fuck math eat. But you can get a Strappy Bobby Huggy Doggy sticker. Which is basically the same thing. I really just want somebody to buy that and then tag me in it because I want to know that it's out there in the world having little Strappy Bobby Huggy Doggy babies. Even if you don't actually want it, buy it and give it to a thrift store and then someone will wear it. Oh my god. I love the idea of buying things just to donate them. And of course you can support us for free by leaving a rating and review on your podcatcher of choice and by sharing this episode with a friend. Our theme music is by Zach Saltbomb Ingalls and our cover art is by David. I can't believe it's not 16 bots. Flam. You can find links for both of them in the description of this episode. And last but not least, this <laughs> show is produced by Tom Zalatni and Tefer Jemian and edited by Tom Zalatni as part of the Podcavern Network. You can find out about all the great shows on our network at www.podcavern.com I'm going to bed. <laughs> See you there. <laughs> you understand.
No Bad Food is a proud member of the Podcavern Network. For more great shows like this one, head to podcavern.com. Have you ever wondered what it's like to live in a city full of superheroes? To literally see people fly across the sky? To... To... Ah, ah, crap. What are you up to, Angus? Oh, hey, Sal. Uh, I'm trying to record an ad for the podcast. Heroes don't do paperwork? Yeah, that one. Need any help? Yeah, actually, um... I'm just trying to tell people about the show, about about how you and I work at a newspaper in Super City, and how we interview various citizens, from the people we call neighbors to the city's greatest heroes. But I'm having trouble wording it. You could just use that section you recorded and put that in. Huh. Yeah, I, I suppose I could. Thanks, Sal. Don't worry about it. I'm off to the office supply store. It got hit with a shrink ray, so everything is 50% off. Want to come? You know what? I, I kind of do. Oh, uh, for those of you hearing this, if you want to hear more about the thrilling adventures and heroics of Super City, come check out Heroes Don't Do Paperwork on the Podcavern Network. All right, let's go. Hey there, I'm David. I'm Tess. I'm Giovanni. And I'm Greg. And we're Left Trigger, Right Trigger, your video game book club. Each episode, we pick a topic, and each of us brings a video game that we think best fits that topic. Tune into the show to find out how Super Mario Land is all about travel. Or how Bloodborne is a game about sacrifice. Or how SimCity is actually a conspiracy to mine data about human infrastructure. No, we have to stop doing this right now. We're doing a a promo. Please stop. Intrigued? A little scared? Us too. Make sure to catch us every other Tuesday on your favorite podcatcher app. See you there.